Hi, everyone. Welcome to Tech Talk, a podcast where Amit and I talk about various technology-related topics. Today, we're going to be talking about analytics. Uh, it's, a, it's a very exciting topic, uh, and it covers a lot of things, including data science and all the other insights or analytics-related products that we see in the market. So um, I am very excited to talk about it. Uh, I don't have any like commercial experience on it, but I am a very uh, avid user. I've used many analytics, including Google and Tableau and a few others in at work or in personal life. So yeah, analytics. Um, uh, let's let's talk about analytics. What's uh, what's your thought on it, Amit? So uh, thank you so much, uh, Renat, for the introduction. I think analytics is quite important these days. Uh, the whole world is now being driven by data. Uh, most of the companies want people's data. Uh, and uh, most of the transactions now are being done online. So uh, earlier, when we used to go to a brick and mortar shop, so say you go to um, uh, a shop to buy groceries or you buy clothes or even electronics, you used to go to a physical shop and uh, people could monitor how many people are entering, how many people are buying, etc. Now, if you want to do the same thing online, how do you do that? How do you track everything? And that is what uh, analytics is all about. So it's about the the data about you and and the kind of interactions that you're doing online. And based on that data, you do some analysis and then predict what will happen. That is basically anal uh, analytics. Yes, absolutely. And uh, yeah, data is very closely uh, tied together with analytics. And, you know, uh, how this data is collected is a big part of analytics in a way that where is this data is stored? You know, we are seeing analytics, we're seeing some visual representation, but where did this data come from and what's the quality of it? So, yeah, we can't talk about analytics without talking about data. So we're definitely going to be, you know, talking about them both. Uh, but yeah, I mean... Um, it's, it's such a powerful tool because you can have a lot of raw data, but without a accurate rep representation, you could, or anyone, audience, could go away with a completely wrong assumption. And they would be very confident in that assumption, thinking that, oh, I've seen some bar charts or I've seen some representation, with, so I'm clear that it's a, it's, a, it's a good information source. But you could be completely misled with, with a... You know, I wouldn't say always malicious, but sometimes malicious and sometimes uh, naive representation of data could lead to a lot of wrong decisions. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I want to, I mean, for, for me, one of the interesting part of this whole thing is how this data is sourced. And a lot of the times uh, we, we think that we know, you know, where people source data for analytics, like surveys and stuff, which are like in your face, like you know that your data is being collected. But so many other ways data is collected that you haven't even thought of. For example, one thing that a lot of people are, you know, aware of nowadays is cookies, you know, and yes. now you have to give consent that they want, you know, they can take your cookies. But did you know that if you go to any conferences, and you know exhibitions etc you are given a badge with a barcode and you know a lot of the people uh comes to you uh, in the exhibition and just scans your barcode 
and you think, oh, they just want to know who visited, but they actually collect that data. And when, when you signed up for that exhibition, you also gave them a lot of data like your salary information or range or buying capacity and that kind of stuff. And those, all of those information paints a picture about you. And all of these people who are collecting these data, they can use it to target particular products to you, which is quite powerful. And this is just one way, cookies, then exhibitions, and, you know, uh, there are so many other ways, uh, you know, organizations are collecting. And we know about Google and Facebook, and that's like everyone knows that. But there are many other smaller yet powerful companies who are collecting data and using it quite manipulatively. It's not always manipulative, but they are telling what they're doing. But yeah, it's, it's, it's always that. I think I think uh, I mean you you painted a very dark picture so I just <laughs> I just want to look at the positive side so suppose you are running a company and you are running an online company and you are trying to sell products say you are trying to sell uh, mobile phones and uh, you have created a website and people come to your website and they start buying mobile phones now some people buy certain mobile phones and some people buy some other mobile phones so there is a preference for brands plus uh, there is a time of the year where people start buying more mobile phones say when they get their salary or when there is a festival or when there is a sales offer going on so that's the time when they buy products so you have these different uh, 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 types of information about the people's uh, buying uh, habits okay and it's not just that it's uh, about okay so suppose you are uh, selling a phone uh, for 50,000 pounds and then you are selling a phone for 10,000 pounds uh, and you want to see okay which phone is selling more which phone is selling less and if some phone is selling more you want to maybe increase the inventory for that particular phone and if some phone is uh, selling less you want to reduce the inventory so you don't lose money on maintaining that inventory because that's dead dead money for you right you have not sold it so so things like that are very important to take decisions based on people's buying habits and that is what uh, is driving the analytics now so it's it's actually about collecting information about people's behavior online and then predicting what what they will buy or what they uh, what they want to buy something like that okay and it could be like a telecom company so uh, you've heard of vodafone vodafone has say pay as you go plan and a sim only plan a mobile phone plan and based on these plans what they can do is they can start selling all these plans online and uh, after few months if you go to vodafone's website you will see that the plans have changed now how have the plans changed and why have they changed that is being driven by analytics i mean there is of course data being stored there is business intelligence the data warehousing etc etc but the basic information is some people go to website they buy a product they start using it and that information is sent to the companies and that's how they use it now on the website you have google analytics which is one of the biggest uh, analytics tools available for companies uh, you can put google analytics for every part of the website for clicking for opening the page for scrolling down scrolling up for uh, uh, clicking a drop down for adding products to a basket for checking out for uh, dropping right at the time of checkout for uh, browsing etc etc and for every single event you can check where in the journey are customers actually dropping where in the journey are how long in the journey are the customers progressing 
etc so it is very very powerful to grow your business it's not just about collecting information uh, to sell you more things of course it is that but i am running a business and i want to sell you things how do i do that by analyzing what is your buying habit so yeah 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 absolutely so let's let, let me bring the audience back to the dark side again so uh, <laughs> there is a story um walmart um suddenly started showing a teenage girl uh products which are pregnancy related uh the teenage girl you know she's going to school and stuff and she's um, and her parents saw that she's getting suggested products that are related to pregnancy and stuff like that and then they kind of you know wanted to look into it and probably complained that why is she being shown or being subjected to these uh these product and then uh they realized that there was an accidental pregnancy but Walmart with their data analytics predicted that before the girl even knew that she could be pregnant so that's uh, <laughs> that's how powerful analytics could be using data so looking at her shopping habits and other habits in in daily life they they were able to predict that not that they did it intentionally they have an algorithm which predicts anyone exactly. who is pregnant and exactly. uh, so yeah i mean i'm not saying all of it is malicious but it does certainly feel intrusive a lot of the times but yeah going out outside of that dilemma of uh, privacy concern um analytics let's let's step back a little bit in terms of history of analytics um we obviously started to know about analytics in the digital world because it became more and more prevalent with you know the big giant tech companies collecting our data and everything but analytics has been around for much earlier than than the digital or the computing age uh even before that uh, individual businesses would try to collect data on customers i mean you know those of you got you guys who are you know um have this experience of um uh you know like um before the digital age you know even if you sort of wanted to register for something or open an account somewhere you had to uh, you know fill out this long forms with a lot of questions which you might have thought that why are these necessary but they were trying to build a pattern based on your answers and the, it it was on pen and paper before uh, the digital age but the data collection was happening and the analytics was happening in the background uh in in their uh, sort of uh, business meetings where they had sort of found patterns and decided made made business decisions based on not individual you know not individual information but a pattern of data of their customer base so yeah analytics has been quite powerful and will remain powerful uh because it shows data in a meaningful way that helps businesses make decisions make the right decisions so uh yeah i mean wh- while there is a dark side but i think there is a lot of positive side and you can use it in a really powerful way uh so it brings positive changes in the world for example you could look at uh, analyze the data of various charities and see which charities are more effective in terms of bringing people out of poverty and what are their specific actions that brought us the biggest impact and then others could replicate that so yeah there is i mean it's it's a powerful tool how it's being used and who it's being used by that's a, that's a different story yes. so yeah dark side or light side is probably down to that but yeah uh it's a very powerful tool and humans are very 
suggestive towards you know visual representation of charts bar graphs and stuff like that and it gives them you know a feel of getting more information yeah so i think uh, just just for the benefit of uh, everyone who's listening uh, we are talking a lot about data and we are talking a lot about analytics but there is a difference uh, data is uh, the stuff that uh, the websites collect analytics is the stuff that happens over the data and that happens in tools like google analytics and other tools so whenever you do something on a website you browse something you shop something uh, that's data it has got no analysis nothing it's just collecting raw information it has got no meaning there is no pattern no one can understand what's happening they just know someone added some product in a basket and at the time of checking out they dropped that's it that's data when they go into google analytics they now see okay for today how many people checked out how many people added products to the basket but didn't check out how many people browsed didn't add anything in the basket how many people came to the first page did not go to the next page how many people changed the basket multiple times how many people added products of different categories etc etc now that you see in google analytics and that gives you a, a picture about what's happening and based on that you take decisions so you have data then you do some analysis you come up with some uh, solutions or some predictions and then you act on it now it is i i gave an example of just checking out because that's the most popular thing uh, you can also use analytics to tell whether the site is up or down so a lot of times uh, if i mean b- before the advent of cloud computing and many other things you had to physically go and check that if your site is up or not or you send a ping uh, ping uh, to your uh, say ping google.com uh, you run the command in the terminal and you can get the status whether the site is up or not now the site you can ask the site to send you information i am down okay so the the server is sending you the information so you don't have to go look the 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 analysis is the data is coming to you and then you can see okay over a period of 24 hours how how many times does does my site go down where it becomes unresponsive where people are not able to come to my shop because remember every uh, minute that your site is down you're not making a sale you're not uh, open to the internet you're not open to the public so that again is a problem because you want to sell more stuff you want people to come to your website to read more information etc etc so it is very crucial that you uh, analyze the data and for that you need to collect the data so there are different mechanisms in which you collect the data so you have data you have analytics and you collect the data to analyze the data i i hope that makes some sense yeah it makes it makes sense to me and um, absolutely uh, you know for a, especially e-commerce business um, data collection and using that data uh, effectively is is very important for example as you said like you know you collect data on where, at which stage of the uh, eco whole of e-commerce experience do customers drop they probably drop it just before checkout because maybe in 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 on the on the home page you off or you said oh there's going to be a 20% off but you you're not you, you don't have that 20% off 
uh, activated in, in the checkout page so, so they, they get discouraged and then you need to take actions based on that. And that's just one example. You know, it, there could be so many things that you can investigate based on the correct data collection. And, um, you know, we, we, whenever we talk about Google uh, Analytics, we kind of intuitively just go to Google Analytics. But I want to explore some other um, analytics tools that are out there as well. Um, so there are, I mean, if you are, you know, doing website designs and stuff, there, there are quite a few data analytics tools that are available through WordPress. Uh, there are WooCommerce and then Jetpack. Uh, there are a few analytics uh, softwares that are available, which are all pretty good. Google is also good. Uh, it's not bad at all. And one of the things that I do with Google is sometimes when I'm bored, look at trend analytics, like, um, for example, the song Last Christmas starts getting more hits just when the December or just about end of November. And it, it, it uh, you know, I see that trend and I feel like it's, you know, Christmas already. So, um, but yeah, you don't have to stop there, but you could kind of see which is kind of just about to trend right now. And uh, yeah, you, you could use those information for, you know, for, to give discounts in your e-commerce shop. I mean, we keep going back to e-commerce, but yeah, I mean, no, any, there, are, there uh, are many other, many other things. So I, I covered e-commerce because uh, it's important for businesses, but now come, let's come to social platforms. So suppose you are on Facebook or you're on Instagram and you're mm -hmm. now browsing and you are looking at, uh, say on Instagram, you're looking at a picture and you like it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's an analytics. So Instagram has now collected data about what you liked. And that picture has certain tags. So it knows that you liked a picture uh, of a certain uh, type with a certain tag. It also has location tag to it. It also is actually uploaded by your friend or it is uploaded by someone you follow or it is uploaded by someone you don't follow. All that information is now being collected. That data is now collected. It is stored by Instagram. And now based on the algorithm that you said, so you write an algorithm and that algorithm makes some predictions and now it personalizes the experience. So now what happens is when you go to Instagram again, based on what you liked, it starts showing you pictures similar to it. So if you like a lot of motorcycle pictures, you will find that uh, you will, you will uh, not in your feed. Feed is what where you will see uh, stuff from people that you follow. But outside the feed, when you go to on search, the search, when you on click search, on search, yes. yeah. So you will, you will find uh, that you are getting a lot of uh, motorcycle pictures. Suppose you take part in a lot of events, you will find that now you are getting recommended a lot of events which in which you can participate. So Instagram now has data on how to. Uh, 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 show pictures. So it's a personalized experience. Now coming to Facebook, Facebook will see what you like and based on that, they'll show advertisements because on your feed, they cannot show you people. Uh, I mean, they can show you some stuff from other people if they themselves are trying to advertise. So based on what you like, you will see certain types of advertisements. So as you mentioned, if I'm pregnant, I'm looking for, say, uh, uh, say uh, some, uh, uh, some advice. Okay, I, I want to I, I want to look uh, for classes, uh, I want to look for uh, some uh, stuff for my baby who's on the way, things like that. So based on that, Facebook will say, okay, this girl, she's pregnant and she's looking for these items. So I should start showing this data. That is one type of analytics. This is social. Now we'll come to uh, OTT platforms. So Netflix, Disney Plus, 
whenever you open Netflix, Netflix is also collecting data and they are trying to see what are you watching more frequently and based on that they are trying to recommend you more titles. Also they have different images for different films. So suppose you watch the movie Matrix. I watch Matrix, Rinath watches Matrix. But the photo that I get on Netflix for watching Matrix is different from the photo that Rinath gets. That's a way of selling or telling you watch, watch this film. Okay, so they are using all this data to see how the user reacts. And based on the user reaction, they try to uh, personalize the experience and try to make predictions. And then they take it, they so say they implement it, and then they see the user reaction again. So that's how you see a lot of recommendations. So all these, I mean, so we have, we, we saw e-commerce, we saw social, we saw OTT platforms. And if you look at Uber or say Google Maps, Google Maps now knows, okay, uh, where are you located? Uh, normally, what are you searching for? If you don't delete your cookies, they have the recent history. Based on the recent history, they, they can predict, are you looking for this or are you looking for that? If you go to Deliveroo, or if you go to Uber Eats, so that's OTT. So uh, and and then you, uh, if you go to Deliveroo, say uh, you want to uh, may order some food. So Deliveroo now knows where do you order frequently from, and based on that, they'll show the most frequent uh, restaurants that you order from, and they also can suggest you most frequent items that you order from that restaurant, and they can then now recommend. So you don't have to do the work they are recommending you and you order from them. Also same with Google Maps. So if you go to Google Maps, they know where, which are the locations you normally search for or at this time of the day, what are you looking for? And based on your location, what you would ideally be looking for. If you are say in a jungle, you would ideally look for a place where you want to go to a main road. Uh, if you are at a main road, you might ideally looking for a taxi or you might be ideally looking for a bus or you might be looking for the nearest train station. If you are already in a very uh, in, in a very hip and happening place, uh, in a shopping complex, you might be looking for places to eat, places to drink, or places to uh, buy stuff. So based on all these things, they can do a lot of predictions. Yeah. I, just, I just wanted to summarize that it's not just e-commerce e websites. Analytics is uh, on every single application that you use it could be a gaming app it could be a, a shopping app it could be a, a social app it could be an ott app it could be a, even a maps app so it could be anything a search app so everywhere you have analytics and it is basically i mean companies how they sell it is that they are trying to uh, improve the experience of a user that's how they sell it they want to make sure that Whatever, whenever, whenever you come to their website, you get a very nice experience and a very personalized experience. That's what they're aiming for. Of course, the problem is you can fool the algorithm. You can skew the algorithm and you can, you can start playing with it and then the recommendations are just uh, here and there. So, so yeah. those are the plus and minus sides. But it's not just e-commerce websites. You have analytics across various other uh, platforms and uh, other uh, uh, categories. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, the way you were saying, uh, you know, how uh, different companies gives you suggestions. I mean, if you are to blindly believe that their suggestion is the best suggestion, and a lot of the times this, uh, is, I would say most of the time, it is actually what they're recommending is what I would actually want. So I, I a lot of the times I knowingly blindly just go with that decision. 
But again, this kind of creates this thing called echo chamber that, you know, the algorithm keeps bringing you stuff, the same things. So you are kind of always surrounded in a bubble. And uh, there is this theory, I, well, I saw it in a, in a TED talk, that everything that we do uh, in life, every single action can be uh, categorized in either in two ways. It's you're either exploring or exploiting. You're either exploring something new or you're exploiting an information that you already gathered. For example, if you go to a restaurant um, that you've been there before and you know it to be a good restaurant and you know that, that their food is good, then you're exploiting the information from the first time when you went there. But if you're going to a new restaurant, which you don't know, uh, and you're kind of taking a risk, but you feel a little bit adventurous today and tonight, and you know, you, you go and find out. And you find out that whether it's good or bad. If it's bad, it's still, you know, next time you're not going to go there. So you're still exploiting that information from the exploration that you've already done. Now, with these, uh, these um, you know, recommendations, you're exploring less. So one of the things yes. I personally do is that, and I would urge, you know, in good faith to, uh, to our audience to do that as well, that whenever I'm doing something online, I try to keep at least 10 to 20% of anything that I'm doing. For example, if I'm doing grocery shopping, I do my usual shopping and I look at their recommendation, et cetera, as well. But then I also go and buy something completely random that I don't even know what it is. Sometimes I found really vegetables that I really like or some products that I've never thought of, but actually I found, but a lot of the times those were wasted because I actually didn't like them or whatever. But through this exercise, you're still making yourself explore new things that you probably would have done if you weren't kind of echo chambered in this bubble of algorithms. So that's one of the things that I would advise our audience to do as well, not just in grocery shopping, but anywhere, like, you know, every few days, make an impulsive decision which you wouldn't usually make you never know where it would lead yeah true it is it is very important because uh, if you look at elections that's how you uh, manipulate uh, electorate uh, mm -hmm. the trump elections is a very uh, good example uh, i mean it's still i might say it's 100% sure what happened but just to be the skeptic uh, you can say that uh, some people on Facebook uh, saw some advertisements and based on that, they voted uh, the way they did. And uh, there was a company that was responsible, Cambridge Analytica, and uh, that was responsible for this, uh, this manipulation, as you might call it. But uh, it is one way where you can actually manipulate uh, people's perception about something. And you can easily skew. So you you mentioned about the bubble. I think uh, data is a very powerful tool. Uh, if if I keep seeing the same thing again and again, it reinforces that yes, I want this. Yes, I like it. Uh, that is what the website is showing. But this is what I want. So it reinforces certain behaviors behaviors as well. So it's very important to go away from it. I mean, we, we, we are talking about analytics, but we also want to see the implications of analytics, how it affects our behavior. So that's very, it's very important. I try to clear the cookies every time I shut down my computer because I don't want to store anything. And every time I go, it's fresh. Uh, I, yes, I, absolutely. I, 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 
I usually try to not accept the cookie content unless it's absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. mandatory. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. I I also try to not accept it, and even if I accept, I try to clear everything in the, when I close the browser, so everything is removed. And when it comes to personalized uh, uh, choice, I mean recommendations from Netflix, what you would see is Netflix has say has say ten thousand titles, but where, what you see on screen is not ten thousand titles. It's maybe fifty or hundred titles. The rest of the titles are hidden, and you have to actually go manually search for it, and that that that's the biggest problem. So normally, if if you go to say Wikipedia. or say you go to an encyclopedia on a book or a website and you can search alphabetically of what topic you want and based on that you can uh, uh, read and uh, gather information but on a web- website like netflix you cannot do that you cannot go through um, titles based on the year of release based on the year of uh, based on the category sorry you can do based on category but you cannot see all the titles alphabetically or based on the release date you have to so actually that, search that kind of means that they have the monopoly over which might get viral or not because yes. they could push things that you know people uh, wouldn't know and uh, like how when do you search for a particular thing so like right i mean you know i i would go to netflix or amazon prime and i would search for something that i've heard in my life somewhere else and what how would i hear it if it's been being pushed by netflix to others right uh, most of the times so yeah this is quite um, quite dangerous actually if you think about it the power they have to make some certain things viral and certain things not and obviously you know there is an interest in of conflict there when if they're uh producing netflix produced shows and they're obviously going to you know um push those out to more people and, and most of the times all the amazon prime exclusive or the next netflix exclusive shows are usually popular and you start to yeah. wonder why that is all the time and this is this is one thing but then you know going back another step what you were saying about um elections i mean it's all fine and good with you know one little e-commerce shop you know doing a bit of data analytics or even you're using facebook's um analytics to advertise for your product but when it changes the outcome of a electoral procedure in a country that has significant moral questions that one needs to ask so yeah i mean i think we've said it in many many of our episodes and we'll I'll keep saying it until everyone knows that please be aware of your data and how it's being used and you know whenever you're being exposed to data in a, in the form of analytics uh with you know looking like very colorful bars and graphs be mindful of the smaller numbers which shows the accurate representation and at this point sorry i'm i'm probably uh, saying quite a lot of things but another thing i want to mention is the um causation correlation um effect of of data visualizations for example on it on on it it's an actual statistics that in the summer ice cream sales are increased and also in the summer uh, the number of um assaults are also increased but i mean you know if you look at these two uh, uh, data and you could think that you know people who have more ice cream as also more people but that's completely irrelevant it it's two separate uh data who which none not one of them is causal to the other it's just correlated based on the fact that it's summer so people are buying more ice creams and it's summer so people are more hot headed so they can they and there is another um interesting uh data uh, on on the fact that 
more people, uh, uh, people who has dark chocolates are the most Nobel Prize winners. But <laughs> it's just, it's just, it doesn't mean that if you start having dark chocolates, you're going to win Nobel Prize. It's just the fact that there are more Nobel Prize winners from Switzerland, I think. And it just happens to be dark chocolate is, a very, is very popular uh, dessert in Switzerland. So it's, it's correlated, but one is not causal to the other. Yes. So, yes. yeah. Uh, we have to remember that. I think. I think. Yeah. That. That's a very important thing. I mean, uh, you look at a data and then it does some analysis, but you forget that you are doing that analysis and you have you are trying to see it in a certain way, and that's what the tool is showing you. And you can interpret the data in multiple ways, uh, and it's up to you how you make use of it. So, a data is just raw. It's it's just facts. It's objective. But when you do some analysis, that can become sometimes subjective. It's based subject to interpretation. And uh, we, we need to be very careful about what we are trying to understand and what we are trying to predict and how are we trying to predict it. So I think that's why it's very important. I mean, you look at all these analytic tools, at the end of the day, they are just processing information. And then you decide what kind of graphs or what kind of data you want to see and what kind of models you want to create in order to maybe sell more uh, or uh, advertise more etc so it's up to the public how you want to do it but it is still a very powerful tool i think without analytics we wouldn't have the internet the internet that we do because it drives innovation as well uh, it focuses companies it focuses organizations to only uh, sell things or 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 to market things that are actually more useful beneficial that people are actually wanting i don't want to spend my whole energy into creating something that is not selling that's not what people want and if people want something then let me sell them that so in in a way it's good because it filters out all the naked, all the all the stuff that's unwanted by the population uh, so it's good but uh, when you come to social platforms where you see this kind of uh, advertisements, it sometimes reinforces your beliefs, your ideologies, uh, etc. Even, even um, I mean, um, my wife and, and we keep talking, say sometimes we talk, on, talk to each other and uh, our smartphones are there and uh, say we talk about certain topic, uh, say we are talking about Dua Lipa or Taylor Swift and suddenly when we open Instagram or Facebook, we are seeing uh, advertisements for Dua Lipa or uh, Taylor Swift on Facebook, on Instagram. And it has happened. I was speaking to my personal trainer. I was talking about Mandalorian, the series on Disney Plus, And he saw it on his phone that he's being recommended Mandalorian. And he has never seen Mandalorian. He's never Googled it. It's being recommended to him as a result of me and him talking over the phone. That's it. And it is, it is uh, incredible. I mean, we think about smartphones, but they are also devices that are that can constantly listen. I mean, we don't know if they're listening, uh, but they can listen. So you have to be careful. I mean, don't be paranoid, uh, but you, you need to be aware of, okay, there are devices in your house that could be uh, capturing information, even your webcam. So we are talking now on a camera. The camera is looking at me and I can I can see that the camera is on because it has a blue light. What if the blue light stops? So I think the camera is off, but actually it's still recording. So, so those kind of things. I mean, it's it's good to collect all the information, but that information can be exploited. It can be made to a good use. So we just need to be aware of all these possibilities.
Absolutely. And you, you came right back onto the dark side, Ahmed, after <laughs> trying, to, trying to be positive about it. No, yeah, absolutely. As, as we said, I think we both ultimately said the same thing. It's a powerful tool, um, you can, but who uses it uh, is, is, the, is the question. And uh, we want the big companies and the big entities to use it morally and ethically. And when we are subjected to it, we want to be aware that um, how it's being represented to us. But yeah, overall, it's it's very powerful. It's very positive. I would, I mean, obviously, as Amit said, don't be paranoid. I mean, it's difficult to 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 not be when you know as much as uh, about tech. If you guys are following us, then yeah. But um, I would still say not to be paranoid. I mean, I know how much data Google have on me, but I still go to Google because I get the best service. And, it, it, you know, it's a trade-off, which I've kind of accepted. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's always, you know, good to be Cautious. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's uh, convenience over uh, the privacy or the paranoia that you want to have. If, if things are convenient for you, why wouldn't you do it? It's, it's as simple yeah. as that. If, if, uh, if doing something is more convenient on a Google website, why would I go somewhere else? I think I think yes, that's, that's the question. We just we just have to like be aware of the ethical line. Yes. That, yeah. You know, if if Google is crossing that, maybe we want to do something about it. But overall, I'm getting I'm getting a lot of service from Google. Exactly. You know, I'm okay to give some data. So it's, it's uh, making our yeah. life easy. It uh, it helps us uh, do things quicker. It, uh, it it's free of cost. Of course, it's not free of cost. It's still collecting <laughs> information in you. Maybe not your name and phone number, but the sites you visit, the locations you go to, uh, the things that you like, the things that you purchase, etc., etc. Recently, I added a product uh, on a website and I, I closed the checkout. Uh, I, I exited at the time of checkout. So I dropped and I got an email saying, oh, there is an item in your basket. Are you still interested in buying it? So, so those kind of things, and it nudges you to buy it. But it's also convenience. You might have, you might be checking out something, and suddenly you got a call, and you completely forgot about it. And then next day, you wanted to go back, but you forgot what you were doing. And now you get an email, and you get reminded, oh yes, I was about to buy that. Let me go and finish the purchase. So it's a convenience, but. If you're not interested, it's a nuisance as well. So you have to look at it. Yeah, absolutely. From both sides. There, is a, there is a bit of a hack for you guys, for those of you who use this Etsy. Um, if you leave something on the shopping basket and leave, uh, drop out, basically. Not to everyone. It's I don't know. It's probably chosen randomly, but you might get a discount email saying that, oh, you didn't finish your checkout, here's 10% discount if you check out right now or buy today, whatever. So, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, that's, no, that's the, information. It's, 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 a, it's a good point because I recently, um, so we are recording this on Zoom right now, and uh, we, we, I, I had a subscription for Zoom, a paid subscription. And, uh, and what happened is uh, I was paying a lot of money. So I thought, let me uh, cancel the subscription. While canceling it, it upselled. It said, okay, if you don't want to pay, say, 18 pounds a month, we can offer you a discount. So now you pay only six pounds a month and uh, you can keep the subscription. So sometimes when you cancel, you can sometimes get a better deal. <laughs> but of course, that six pound is just for six months. It's not for ever, <laughs> but you get a good deal, right? So that's, I mean, it's, it's a way of keeping you. 
keeping the money coming absolutely and a lot of companies does that with subscription especially i think i think i've had the same experience with linkedin as well um with with linkedin gold but uh yeah i mean definitely yeah do with this information what you will uh, i do encourage you to use it <laughs> to to its full of extent of course of course you but, just, just um, use it yeah 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 so but um yeah ultimately uh, analytics um you know we've talked about how to be aware of it how it happens in the background but in terms of user of uh, analytics or how you know the 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 part of the audience who are actually generating the these analytics i would urge you guys to always be mindful uh not everyone is being malicious but it's very easy to also mislead other people uh so i would encourage i mean there i mean i use analytics at my job as well uh to to an extent and i have some influence i always make sure that the data that i'm representing is accurate it's not misrepresenting or it's not misleading so i would urge uh, the part of the audience who are doing similar things to be careful because ultimately it would be good in the long run for your own business anyway if you are you know giving better solid data which yes. are more reliable yeah. i think it's all about being transparent so if if google is transparent about okay they are collecting this information i'm not scared anymore because i know what they're collecting and they're telling me that they're using this information to do this now it's up to me whether i accept it or not but yes it's it's, it's something that's not hidden it's not it's not something that they are doing behind my back so they are very open and transparent about it and i think as organizations as individuals we should be responsible so even even now when we are talking i am i'm telling you what products we are using what things we are buying etc so we are trying to be as transparent as possible and and i'm i'm guessing lot of the other companies are as well but it just being mm-hmm. mindful of that like it's always good to be open and transparent so in the end it's for the benefit of everyone let them take make the choice absolutely and absolutely and if you are providing good service or good product yeah. it would it would always be a very easy trade off like google you know i i know they're collecting so much data but i'm still giving it up you know willingly because i want the good product and services that they're offering so yeah i mean it it's usually a good trade off for both parties yes. yeah so um yeah as long as you're not cambridge analytica uh, uh, i think uh, yeah is uh, apart from that small subset uh, of of uh, companies but there will always be companies like that uh, rinath i think mm. i think uh, wherever, wherever there is something positive there is something uh, there is an opportunity to exploit and yes. uh, and there will be companies uh, that will emerge you have laws you have strict laws and you have penalties you have big fines you have gdpr etc but there will always be companies who are willing to exploit because people are willing to uh, to take that leap of uh, and and go towards an opportunity which will they give them quick rewards so they they so there there will be companies that or individuals who would want to exploit there'll always be people uh, so you just have to be aware Absolutely, absolutely. All right, audience, it's been fun talking about uh, analytics. Hopefully you guys enjoyed our excitement. I'm sure <laughs> kind of seeped through to to in our conversations and hopefully you guys will be more aware uh, about the topic and you know, uh, if I, if we could change uh, even uh, 1% of your decision making uh, by the awareness we've kind of provided, we would be very happy. Um 
Thank you very much for guys uh, who are listening and who are following us. Uh, please do reach out to us if you have any topic that you'd like us to cover. And if you guys have any feedback or anything similar, uh, our contact details are available at the end of our podcast as well as uh, in our YouTube channels. Um, Amit, any last words from you? Yes. So uh, thank you so much, guys, for listening. And thank you so much, for Rinath, for uh, having this conversation today on analytics. I think it's a very important topic, very relevant, uh, given what's happening around us. I think it's important to be aware. Uh, in the end, uh, what we covered is uh, a, a brief description about what analytics is, are and uh, its consequences and examples. We didn't cover about the tools like how Google Analytics works, how the other analytics tools work. I think th that's something that you can always learn. But I think to be aware of the implications, I think that's a more crucial. So our, our aim through this podcast is just to make people aware at the end of the day. There are many things in technology that you can always find online. Uh, but just to be aware of the implications and how it's being used. I think uh, that's what we are striving to do. I hope you uh, keep listening to our podcast and keep giving us feedback. Um, it's It's been a while since we posted. Uh, we were both on our personal journeys. I became a father. Renat got married. So it's, it's, a, it's a good personal journey for us. Uh, and in the next couple of weeks, we are planning to have some guests on our shows, which we did earlier. Uh, and uh, we would uh, like uh, the viewers and listeners to recommend any guests they want to uh, see on our show or any topics that they want to hear. And uh, once again, thank you so much for all the support and uh, appreciation. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye.